0: What's up, everyone? Lincoln here with Gordon. Day number two of the Flow Track podcast, my premiere debut after I called it Late Audible. Yesterday, you guys reviewed some of USA's, talked a little NCAA indoors. I'll call it conspiracy theories. You can call it whatever you want. We'll talk more of that today. Uh, Gordon, first off, how are you? Doing good. Another day, another Day in the life of living this world. Okay, that's my. Mm, I think everyone can say that philosophical take. Yeah. So got back from USA's on Sunday. Of course, there's a lot else going on. Uh, people running fast. Other parts of the world. Monda Duplantis jumping super super high. Um, what do we want to What do we want to talk about first? There's a lot. I, I I I gave a brief peek at what you guys were talking about yeah. yesterday. Um, I think the world is starting to catch on to your. I wouldn't even say it's your anymore. I mean, NAU does have a serious shot to win, win NCAA indoors um, because basically everyone else has disappointed so far this year. The point total is going to be quite low. Um, yeah, speaking of that, the, on
1: Monday, uh, the USTFCCA computer rating system ranked NAU number one. Yeah, and normally they're never, like, on par with the way we do our rankings. Sure. But now that – and I always am anti what they say. Yeah. But now that they agree with what I say, I'm super pro what they say. So, you know.
0: I mean, hey, it just takes them uh, just putting your thoughts up to the top for you to finally agree with us. You You're, famously had a, had a beef with them in the past with how the coaches do things. Maybe the coaches are reading our side a little bit more.
1: Here is a text from one of the coaches of NAU. I, text, I texted them an article to, don't look now, NAU. Lumberjacks could win NCA indoors, and the response was, it's possible.
0: It'd be sure interesting, after losing to BYU at cross-country, you think of NAU only as a cross-country team, but now with so many guys running so fast, and, you know, Day Beamish and Grijalva running two events each.
1: What would be more impressive, them pulling off the 4 feet <sighs> or them winning <laughs> indoors against all the... Power five, sprint, and jump
0: schools. Well, I mean, the most impressive is still BYU beating NAU, but but y- yeah, I mean, I, it would be more impressive than them for beating, I would certainly think. Now, we all know indoors is kind of like a fantasy thing. It's not, I mean, track in itself as a scored thing is kind of ridiculous. Yes, I, as we all talked about, jumpers going up against distance runners, and that's exactly what it is, but indoors, especially so you know, such a short thing, uh, such a, to just a two day meet. And then, I mean, I guess outdoors is just the same, but so many less events. And the fact that distance runners can, I don't know. It's just, it's, you know, as we kind of spoke about last year when Wisconsin had a really good team on the men's side and they were basically trying to do it with Ollie Hoare and Morgan McDonald, it it doesn't resemble anything with the team now NAU has more bodies, so I guess it's closer to that. And then when you also take out the fact that Grant Holloway's no longer at Florida, Texas Tech isn't nearly as good, this is a big opportunity for them. And obviously, LSU doesn't have Mondo Duplantis and several sprinters, so they could do it. What they do th- could do it. What do you think of Mondo? What what do you think?
1: So you, he jumped 6'18? Yes. Which is over 20 feet, right? Well over twenty feet. Yeah. What do you you go off of? Are you a metric? Oh, I just go go off the meters.
0: I mean, you got to go off the meters, right? It's so much. It's more compact now. I know we don't talk in meters and regular things. It's not like I'm like I. I don't know how many meters tall I am, but you got to you got to go for (laughs) meters in track and field. Or
1: how kilograms you weigh?
0: Mm. I prefer stones. Stones, Um,
1: (laughs) What is a stone?
0: (sighs) That's a good question. You caught me napping there. I don't actually know what that is. Um, But it's like an English measurement, right?
1: But in English, measurement is kilogram. Oh no, it's like the it's like super English.
0: Yeah, like like I don't want to. I, I could be showing my ignorance. It could be. I th- I think it's I think it's uh. It's like old English type of oh, thing. Okay, okay. It? But they, I think they still use it. I could be totally wrong here. But mon, mon, yeah, what are we? So saying? So like in high school, you probably were thinking feet, right? I didn't pay attention to the field events oh, in no. high school. I mean, not at all. No, because, they, like, I think the point, though, is, is valid there. but I didn't pay, because, pay attention because it'd be like, and they just set a new school record at 15 feet, three inch, three and three quarters. In. You know, it's just like I, you, you have no concept yeah. of that. And obviously that takes just getting more involved in the sport and, and on the professional level being actually impressed by field events. Because let's be honest, in high school, field events were super boring because you're just like, okay, that just looks like somebody just ran up and jumped into a sand pit and that wasn't that impressive. But you get to the more you get to the. <laughs> the have you ever the, attempted
1: a, a long jump or a a pole vault
0: or thrown a shot? Well, uh, I mean, a long jump certainly, but all the rest, no. I, I mean, eh, I think I picked up a shot put. I mean, pole vault. Yeah, no, 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 no.
1: Um, <laughs> what? here here's 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 a take. What's more impressive? Mondo Duplantis six eighteen meter pole vault. Or Aaron Gordon
0: dunking over seven foot five. Well, one, taco Fall. One's one's a more culturally appealing, right? Um, which one is more impressive? Okay, so one as of right now, we know only one person on Earth can do, which is Mondo. Obviously, I assume other NBA players could dunk over Taco Fall, but only one has ever done it. Only one has ever done it. I still, that's that's a good question. I. There were a couple dunks in that dunk contest that were way better than just the taco fall, and there were some ones that I would that that just completely blew me away. Mondo, I think, is hurt by a little bit that we just saw him break a world record, and also he's just been jumping high since he was like literally six years old. Um, I'll, I'll still go with Mondo for now, just because I, literally right now, obviously, he's the only one on earth that can do what he's doing. I know there's other good pole vaulters, but no one's even coming close. It, aesthetically pleasing. Which one's better? Obviously the dunks. But what, one thing interesting. Mondo, he's what twenty? Yes. There's like okay.
1: Assuming he has a great run and he wins the Olympics, right? Yes. That's a that's a box checked. Olympic yeah. title. He's going to check the box of world record holder. He checks the box of NCA record, NCA title. Uh, he'll probably get the outdoor world record. He's going to yeah. check literally every box that there is. Right. So like, what's going to motivate him? a good question. In, like, 2021, 2022. Like, what's going to motivate him in an off year? Like, yeah. the, do you get up to be like, ooh, I want to jump 619 meters? Does that get you up in the morning?
0: Well, he has the chance to get, I mean, I would assume he has the chance to get really wealthy. And I don't want to say, like, in the in the vein of Bolt, because obviously the 100 is not compared to the to the pole vault, or the pole vault doesn't compare to the 100. But, you know, he's going to be getting massive appearance fees. First, he's got to deliver on these things first. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he's got the world records. Uh but he doesn't have a gold medal yet. I mean, he's only twenty, and he got silver last summer, or last October. Uh, so let's 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 get the gold medal, and then we can talk. Because the pole vaulted championship meets is for some reason it, even though it's seemingly the same, you know, it it seems to, it's not who you think. I mean. It, it doesn't just seem to be who's, like, on fire coming into it. It doesn't always work like that. I don't know. Sam Kendricks has kind of figured out the recipe for whatever reason. So I do think Mondo's jumping so well right now. He obviously has a long way to go, but he's jumping so well right now that, that, that his performance supersedes all that, you know, the typical things. But w- what do I think he would have to go for? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, famously, Michael Phelps won all those golds. This is a different scenario, and he kind of got depressed because it was like, I've somewhat accomplished. There may have been separate yeah. issues going on, but it's like, I've accomplished everything I've wanted to accomplish. And there's a chance he does that by 21 here. Because, um, he, like, I, I think he has a chance to get very, very wealthy, basically. Yeah. It's, it's maybe, maybe that's his motivation, or he just wants to be the greatest of all time. I mean, he's already up in an argument, obviously, by yeah. jumping the two best heights ever, indoors or out. Um, but I. I I think you continue to pursue greatness, and obviously get a healthy paycheck coming in, and that's what motivates him.
1: Because, like, you could say, like, ooh, I want to jump 620, but, like, I feel like that mark doesn't mean much now, because mm-hmm. it's like, once you break the world record, re-break, you're not breaking a world record anymore, you're just PRing. Yeah, I would say, I mean, he's you know, got a weird. chance,
0: yes, of course, I mean, he's got a ch- he's going to jump again tomorrow, so we'll see. But, I mean, he's with wh- how high he was above the bar, like he's a got split. yeah, I mean, he's, Got a very good chance to just putting it to an astronomical level because right now you know he's just a, a few centimeters above where the old records were. Now he can, I mean, you know, we spoke to Sandy Morris at uh, at USA's and she thought he can jump six three, uh, which I mean, no one's ever come close to. I don't even know if anyone 630? else. Six thirty. Yeah, yeah, uh, six point yeah. I guess that would be what twenty one feet. You're you're putting my math you're putting math into my into my head, which I, I can't help. You're not you with, good at that. No, not just converting on. I can use Google though really well. Um, I mean, that doesn't do much for non-track fans. But this is getting ridiculous. If he breaks the world record again tomorrow, it 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 feels like. I just don't know how he could possibly be stopped. You know, and uh, I don't know where this ends. I mean, he seems to be still clicking off. I mean, he's had three meets in a row where he just missed a world record, broke a world record, and then broke that world record again. And uh, I think he's going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, I, I, there's certainly a ceiling for his superstardom. And, and, you know, ultimately, if you're so great, yeah, I guess you could get bored with winning gold medals. Yeah. Um, but the pole vault is still competitive. Kendricks is still good, and, and some other guys are good. He could have an off meet, and, and those guys could get hot. So
1: One thing I appreciate, though, is because of the combination of youth born in the States... Uh, competing at a college, uh, a a Power 5 college, all that combined and being really good at the world class level on a not as mainstream event in the track and field world has really helped pole vault. Because I think there's a lot of people who don't really look up the pole vault results when they look at a track meet. Sure. Do that more now because of Mondo that they would have done you know, five or 10 years yeah, ago. it's
0: obvious to say that he's bringing a lot of attention to an event yeah. that, I mean, it's it's tough because that's such a small percentage of people that even ever tried. I mean, yeah. we both did track in high school and whatnot and I'm into college. I mean, I, I've never picked up a pole vault. It's just, it's like immediate, it, you have to have the personality, kind of the reckless personality for it. So, uh, it, yeah, it could motivate people too. I mean, that's cliche, but motivate people to try to be the next de plantis He is uh, one in a million, though one in a billion, because you know he's been doing it since he was six years old. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This is this is this is gonna keep going though. He's gonna keep breaking the records, and and outdoors could just be a whole whole lot of fun. The good thing about him is he's kind of not like a Bolt. Like he competes all the time. Like he loves yeah. competing. And I, the pole vault, obviously different, but. But uh, that's awesome for track.
1: Yeah. Speaking of not competing, man, too many people, we talked, me and Kevin talked about this yesterday. So many people not competing at USA's. Mm. If you were the commissioner of track and field, I guess, I don't know, the person in charge, would you just like cancel the meet and be like, let's do something different? Let's put on an invitational showcase? as opposed to calling it a national
0: championship? Um, I I mean, the meet was, obviously the stakes were low. If you're talking specifically this one, I mean, the meet was well attended. Now, classically, you know, track and field has great attendance through moms, dads, boyfriends, girlfriends, and siblings. And people who went to a collegiate track meet earlier that day. Yeah, that helps. (laughs) Because Don Kirby was literally Um, the day before. So, as far as that could go, I mean, the meet wasn't lacking on sight and excitement. Obviously, the athletes, you could just... Tell the intensity wasn't quite as high. Would I cancel it? Because um, think about the money. No, that you could I mean save. I would cancel it.
1: Think about the money you can save by not having to put on an event like that, yeah. right? Because it costs a lot of money, putting all the the banners and the, the staffing, the officials, the prize money, all that stuff. And you could take all that money and put it towards bigger yeah. prize purse for an actual event that people try to win, which is. Apples. Yeah, I
0: will say. I mean. It was good promotion for the sport going into the Olympic year. It was on NBC on Saturday. Um, there were still, I think there, was, it met the threshold. If we're talking about this specific meet, uh, could the could the economics of it be better? Sure, I'm, you know, I'm sure they could, you know, reroute that money and make make for a better outdoor meet and whatnot. But but as far as it, the the meet itself, it met the threshold of it being an exciting meet. There were some decent distance runners, mid-distance runners. The 400 was terrible, obviously, and the 60s without Coleman were terrible. But, oh,
1: but you, you, wasn't it more fun to watch Milrose? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. That was I mean, more
0: exciting than... Yeah, but I mean, you know, we're not going to have an American record at Milrose without Klosterhofen, and she's not American, obviously. Everyone besides Perrier wasn't there. But, you know, it, it was worth it for me to, to to see, even though we didn't get both races, we got... Houlihan versus Purrier. We kind of answered that question quite quickly. I'm sure you guys talked about Houlihan now owns El Purrier and uh, has taken yes. over her social security number. Um, just kidding. Well, Purrier
1: we mm. thought could have owned Shelby for a good six yeah. days. Yeah, it, it was,
0: was. It lasted for a while. No, the meat was worth it, I think. Uh, it, great to have Coleman there. Uh, great to see him, you know, basically be like, I'm in world record shape at all times. Uh, you know, it was just a reaffirmation of kind of what we knew already with Houlihan, Hopple, you know, Hopple's like, I'm the second best guy in the country right now, and Ajay Wilson's still the best. And and you know, it's kind of the breakout of, of Josh Thompson. So I mean it's sharpened if you're an American track and field fan and you're wanting to see people succeed on the on the medal, on the metal stands at the Olympics, it's it's sharpening up the up and comers and you're a
1: big uh, spokesperson right here for the USA indoor no, championships.
0: Not, mm, I mean, yeah, some of it could be per- could be perceived I guess as just because I was there and you know, you get kinda caught up in it. So when if you're a distance from it, you're like, This is lame. And I'm sure there's some some levels of it, um, but I I think you could argue it's a it's a important meat for for some athletes that need seasoning when it comes to competing at the Olympic Games. Don Brazier obviously didn't need to be there. There's he's like I think I've got my American record and I know everyone knows I'm gonna be the gold medal favorite, but there's still some importance to indoors even when it basically doesn't matter after outside the meet itself. So yeah you can make an argument of indoors as a whole you know people treat world indoors like it's not important you know if the coronavirus didn't kill world indoors something else probably should have but you know it's 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 not that important coronavirus
1: is killing uh, tokyo
0: yeah tokyo marathon tokyo yeah marathon yeah you know i've gone through the stages of obviously all uh so the thing is this
1: the elites are still allowed to run It's just going to be like like just
0: dramatically reduces the amount of people. It takes thirty-eight thousand people off of that. I'm not an expert, obviously. I know every day I check Twitter and and, or the New York Times and their stories about the coronavirus. And I, you know, uh, check
1: temperature of your child, make sure he doesn't have it. I mean,
0: seriousness, because I mean there have been a lot of people that have died, seventy thousand people infected. Obviously, you know, when you're in our position or any most people's position, you're just like. You gotta hope for the best because yeah. it's like it's not like I'm not gonna be able to do anything yeah. to control it. A uh, little scary, but yeah, you know it has. It, it's interesting because I think as this continues to go on, and I have no idea what the timetable is. And I think at this point, medical officials are just trying to get this under control, not worried about a timetable. Obviously, sorry, I'm ah, drinking di- a Topo Chico. is was a poor, poor idea before this. Um, but you wonder if the weeks go on when we're gonna start to hear rumblings about. Concerns about the Olympic Games in Tokyo. I mean, because we just obviously when you take the 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 connection of the Tokyo Marathon taking out all non elite runners, reducing the meet from literally like thirty eight thousand to two hundred runners. Well, how long does it's scary through these type of virus, like the SARS and all? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, this is kind of, obviously Ebola happened when we were adults just like five, six years ago. And that was like, you know, you just hear it on the news and you get moderately concerned and, and, and whatever. Um, but this is probably like the second one is adults where, you know, I'm kind of fully aware and paying attention to it as, ki- as a kid growing up, you know, with the SARS thing. You, I just remember hearing about yeah, it on yeah. the news and not, you know, you know, you don't when you're a kid, you don't worry about anything like that. Because, um,
1: like, I know the, uh, it's not track related, but coronavirus... It's like it's like hurting Apple stock. It's hurting a lot, yeah. The economy because of like yeah, like uh, businesses out there can't get like I don't know imports. Are, I don't know the technology. No, I mean you know that. they're
0: trying to move product, and it's and obviously China is like a huge down. place for that. Like all the factories yeah, I mean and stuff. it's really hurting China's economy as far as they can hurt that. What the world's second biggest economy first? I don't first, know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a scary time. Uh, obviously, for runners, just canceling the Tokyo Marathon is a, is a minimal impact, but. Uh, certainly have to be kept on alert when the US, the, the Olympic Games are going to be there. Now, of course, that is, what are we, you know, six months away, uh, less than six months away. I have no idea what the timetable to, to remedy this situation is. Would they have the Olympics right now in Tokyo if, if it was... That's what I'm thinking, I, right? I, I, I feel like no. I mean, all that travel, not just the athletes, but... It kind of feels like no. Now, obviously, I'd I, Wuhan and Tokyo are quite a ways away, but
1: I mean, what they would what they would do is they would just postpone the Olympics. Yeah,
0: they would like move
1: the Olympics to twenty twenty one and keep it in Tokyo. Just we'd That's have the Olympics, the World Championships. Imagine World if Cross. that happened though. Like, <laughs> if they decided like like after the Olympic trials, right? Yeah, and then they're like, oh, we're postponing the Olympics for a whole year." Oof. Therefore. You the, that means you could like just sit on your butt for a whole year and be on an Olympic team like you don't just like
0: there's gonna be people who oh, probably the get... qualifiers would stand is that what you're saying yeah because yeah. then yeah.
1: you run USA's in 2021 and then the person who like gets dead last is like well I was good in 2020 so let me go to the Olympics that'll be bad I have people no... would would they or would they be like your Olympic trials win doesn't count anymore you gotta redo it Or re re holding.
0: The Olympics. So basically, you're saying controversies are coming in the yes. world of track and field. Kind of,
1: That'll be kind of we'll wild. We'll see, because
0: I, I kind of thought for like a half a second, I was like, well, a lot of athletes preparing for USA's were anticipating world indoors and having that fitness. I thought maybe for a second, even when they postponed World Indoors to 2021, I thought they were going to say, no, we're going to keep the qualifiers that make it out of USAs. Did, did they make an announcement saying it doesn't count? I mean, I, I guess it was obvious to everyone else. No, I mean, not to, not to obviously, to the mass media. Maybe they did to the athletes.
1: I bet you mm. there's going to be athletes who are going to look into the guidelines and be like, it says for the...
0: <laughs> yeah, if they didn't fix the language. For the
1: Neijing Games, <laughs> and they're in 2021, so... Bryce Hopp, all the top oh, – who got second in 15? Nick Nick Harris? Nick Harris. He's he's, he's going to Worlds <laughs> in 2021. Oh, wait, does
0: he have the standard, though? Do you have to have the standard? <laughs> I don't know if he has the standard. I mean, we can revisit that. He's only run 358 and 339. I, I, don't, I don't know if he has – anyways, regardless. I, I, oh, I, I hope that happens. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Someone's got to come up with a lawsuit with um, being like, hey – Technically, I get to go.
0: I mean, I just thought, for, I know world indoors and U.S. indoors are small beans events, but I just thought for a second, it's like, they canceled it. It's kind of so late. It was so, so, such a late notice. I thought, uh, you know, maybe they'll like honor these things, but you can't really do that a year in advance. I mean, the track changes so frequently. Yeah. But, but with the if it was an Olympic trials thing where they they canceled the Olympics or postponed the Olympics after the trials, that could be quite an interesting thing. We hope to God that does not happen. But as this draws we, though, on... I, I kind of t- hope it happens. It would be awesome. But it would be involved with the coronavirus. Let's respect the people. Okay, Hopefully yes. they get
1: that under control. The reason wouldn't be awesome, but the result would be awesome.
0: I just... I don't think anyone, in, well, maybe not, anticipated that this would stretch into you know canceling the or you know well yeah canceling the Tokyo Marathon and obviously when you th- say Tokyo, you worry uh, you, <laughs> you worry about the Olympics. I mean Tokyo Marathon's on March first, so obviously they don't have to plan to have this solved in the next two weeks.
1: Think about this: if they do postpone the, the Olympics, you could win three global three global titles in one year you think they you would win world indoors <laughs> to... and then you win the olympic games and then you win world outdoors in eugene they, you I don't, I, I don't time i don't know world the, if we
0: have the schedule for 2021 yeah but that would be insane i mean i would be all for that that'd be a little hectic but yeah olympics world championships world indoor championships world cross oh yeah that world half marathon maybe? i mean let's let's world do relays it
1: will be back world rel- <laughs> they would 2021 world relays Oh, oh Man, man someone's gonna, so, some 100 or 400-meter runner is just going to rack up <laughs> some titles. Some 4x4s. Four some mixed 4x4s. Um, four there you go,
0: man. You could win, like, four golds in one year. Dude, yeah, hopefully epic. that doesn't happen. Hopefully we, 2020, we, we keep 2020 vision and uh, they, they still have the Olympics. Because I'm just saying, bigger point, I, I feel like if this stretches on for another, like, two months, which, I again, I have no idea how long the timetable yeah. is – we're going to start to hear concerns of, what are we doing with the Olympics? Because, uh, yeah, it's coming up quicker than we think. But, like, is it just because Japan's so close to China? Well, I... Like if the, if I, the Olympics I can't. were in Calgary... I would assume, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you know, the in the next month or so, the World Half Championships are in Poland, and there's been no discussion about postponing those. Yeah. So, yes, I have to assume proximity... Has something to do with it? Maybe they were anticipating in the Tokyo Marathon a lot of Chinese runners coming Mm -hmm. over. I have no idea. I have no idea. I haven't looked into that uh, deep enough to know. But yes, I would think geography has a lot to do with that. Dude, that's wild. All
1: right, Uh, you're you're ripping off words hundred. Yeah, I'm going fast. Sorry. Well,
0: I'm drinking coffee at the same time. Coffee
1: and Tobo Chico. Is that your?
0: That's a that's a classic classic duo. What did you and Kevin talk about? Anything about our New Mexico trip? Did you guys recap that? (laughs)
1: I mean, we talked about... Not really. We talked to... What's something that happened that wasn't, like, the meat-related?
0: Yeah. Uh, We talked to Matt Centrowitz, I mean, for about an hour, hour and a half. That was cool. After we did an interview with him, he did a workout by himself at the New Mexico track. That was pretty cool. He was doing, like, 300s. I got a short clip. We didn't, like, get his permission to film or anything, and and we were doing a Brooks Beast thing, but I took a short clip of him, and I just, like, watched it in slow-mo. It was, like, perfect form. Um, you know, three 300- have that on as like your screensaver now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like for me to like mem- memorize now. And so I I can just
1: imagine you're at home, the lights are off, you're watching it, and your wife walks in, like, what are you doing? And you are like,
0: I'm working. Well, last night last, Focused. Na- last night I my wife likes to go to bed before I do, and so I was out watching narcos on, on Netflix and I was texting Kevin and it was we've been joking back and forth about the Lopez LeMong, Paul Chalimo thing, and he sent me a text. Uh, saying, like, oh, Lopez... Because, you know, Paul Chalimo kind of killed it the other day or yesterday or two yeah. days ago or whatever, and he was like, whatever, I give up, bro, I'm, you know, whatever, but I still have more medals than you. But then LeMong had a Instagram yesterday about him, uh, like, on the massage table and still talking about chihuahuas and whatnot. And so Kevin said... He didn't send me that, but he said, Lamong's still going. I was like, wow, so I went to LeMong's Instagram and saw that, and then in the comments, someone said... Obviously, like, tongue-in-cheek, but it was funny. Somebody said, you know, I have a chihuahua. Chihuahuas can be kind of fierce, you know, which was I thought was hilarious. So I, I sent, meant to send Kevin that, but I sent it to my wife. And she was like, what <laughs> is the, what is this? What are you and then she was like, why are you texting Kevin at, like, 10 p.m.? And, I mean, Kevin just texts a lot. That's all I can yeah. say. I, you know, he texts I,
1: text, me, or, I text Kevin whenever the Spurs are winning mm-hmm. or losing.
0: Because it triggers him. It does. Yeah. Yes. No. That's a safe. That's a safe bet for him. He says he's given up on the NBA this year. I doubt it. But he said he says that every three mm-hmm. weeks, and then he's back in. And... Okay. So yeah. No. I get it. Um, sports fan here. I understand. Um, what were we talking about? Yeah. So we talked to. Talk to Centro. Centro you were watching repeats of his form. Yes. Yes. That night yes. He was good. While texting Kevin. No. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have a very uh, uh, interesting life. Uh, yeah, we talked to him about shoes. Uh, him, <sighs> interesting stories. I, I, I hesitate to share. Guy? Um, I, I I don't think so. You know, obviously he's a mid-distance runner, so he's you know gonna be trainers. But fla- does he have flats. like
1: a Vaporfly spike that he's gonna run? In? He
0: I think is a bigger fan of kind of the, so the, the you know Nike has that newer newish spike that people have been calling the cheater spikes. Obviously he didn't say that, but they have that foam. Pu- pocket at the top i saw josh thompson wearing those at usa's uh he doesn't clearly based on analysis
1: because he won he cheated
0: yeah he doesn't i don't think central wears those he doesn't i don't think he particularly cares for him as as much as you know his other shoes and he also mentioned Donovan brazier doesn't wear those so if people want to say like you know people always want to say oh it's to do with the sh- the, the the shoes or the spikes you know, he he was really pointing to the fact that, well, Razor ran 142.3 and he didn't wear, it. you know, he just wore the spikes without, with just the plate and the, and the you know, the upper. So, that was interesting. We talked about do Alan how Webb's they,
1: career. Do you know how they could solve that? This whole, like, shoes shit, all this problem?
0: Well, they made rules.
1: They made rules. But it's yeah. rules bull. Yeah. If you really, I mean, they're always going to be different brands doing different things. So, if you truly wanted to solve the problem, just force everyone to wear the same shoe.
0: They could do that. That would be a little bit of an issue since shoe sponsors are the way for income for for athletes.
1: Well, what they do is uh, you got to wear the shoe, but you can put your sponsored logo on it. Mm. Who would
0: make the shoe, then? Uh, The
1: the shoe will be made by a third party. Oh, wow. Who shall not be named. It will be made by the... Elon Musk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It will be a bunch of Tesla shoes (laughs) with your New Balance or Nike logo. That yeah. would be... No one can complain. You won't have someone who gets fourth...
0: That would be ...crying nice.
1: wolf about who got second and third.
0: fantasy world. I mean, some people would still find a way to complain. Oh, I'm a non-responder. He's a responder to these spikes. Oh, I need shoes out um, for my foot, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. Everyone's always going to find a reason to justify difference in results. hmm I don't know.
0: Yes. No, that's track and field in a nutshell. It's gotten, obviously, dramatically worse. I can't wait to go to the trials in just a week and a half and to... I'm hoping to get my my hands on some Alpha flies. You gonna
1: go shell out the, the cash,
0: or or I thought you're gonna steal? Something. No, I wasn't gonna steal. I mean, I gotta become a Nike Plus member. I think that violates like uh, some journalistic things, but you know, I don't really pretend to be that. So, anyways, <laughs> we're gonna try to find the shoes. Uh, yeah, we. Spo- I mean, Centro's like as people always say, super talkative. Uh, even with us, uh, non elite athletes, he was, we chatted for, for quite a while, talked about Alan Webb's career, he was talking about a post he made on Instagram a couple weeks ago where he, people always talk about the 01 class of distance runner US distance runners, Hall, Webb, and Ritz as the best ever, but he was pointing out, it's like, well, 07's pretty good because he's like, got myself, you got Jaeger, <laughs> got myself. Uh, I forget who else, but you know, he was saying like, well look at the medal count and whatnot, and we were kind of just talking about like why people, some people would think about that and I kind of, you know, we but worked, what what? How do you is it the best class based on what they do, in high school or, co- high, or in post? college or, yeah, or pro, I, or is it based on what they do well, in high school? I think that's the debate, right? I mean, I think it's it needs to be high school, right? I mean, you know, Webb's the greatest high school runner ever. So um, as far as track and um, you know, th- there was just that but rivalry. He, there wasn't that rivalry between. Was between Centro and Jaeger, like, they, like there was. So, But the thing about, you say Webb's the greatest high school runner
1: as ever. He's the greatest miler ever, but is he the greatest high school runner ever?
0: I mean, I just think when you run 3:53 and then you break, what, he broke four indoors as well, and the mile's just such a ubiquitous event that everyone understands. Um, I, I think if you surveyed everyone, you know, on Twitter, I, th- I think people would say that, that web is the greatest ever. Of course, Ritz was better in cross-country. Um, but you just look at the PRs. I mean, I think if you're going to go for it, you don't just want to be like, he won this many Foot Locker titles. He qualified for Foot Locker four times. Because people even today do that. I, I just, I'm not that impressed by that. But when you were in... So it should only be times. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, cross-country is obviously important. So Ritz is going to uh, have a say in it and, and, and kind of stand to be knocked back if we just talk about PBs. But, uh, yeah, his point was saying, like, not not necessarily, like, talking shit on, like, the one class, but just saying, like, well, you know, if you look back at it in hindsight, look look like look what we've done. It's not, like, what was the best NBA draft of all time at the moment, you know? It's, like, what's the best NBA draft that produced yeah. the best players, right? He's trying to
1: subtly say, like, hey, Ritz and Webb, you didn't win medals.
0: No, I mean, he had, like, all respect to these guys. And, he like, Kevin was saying, I think, the other day, it's, like, he was an encyclopedia of things, like, remembering times he ran and times other people ran and watching Webb and, and doing this I mean obviously helps having your dad so involved in the sport you know before you but but but, you know he's just posing it as a thing but it is interesting to think about that we if you really really follow the sport for a decade or more everyone talks about the big three Ritz uh, Webb and uh, Hall and it's fair to say oh seven I forget who else he was maybe mentioned maybe Pescedra was in there I mean obviously doesn't come close to yeah. Centro and, and Is there anyone but... that recently is there like a in the 2010s class well you know he said in his DMs we'll f- that people are like obviously talking about Nico a lot he's yeah. like oh this is going to be the greatest and he's like let's let them get to college yeah. first and uh, you know but he was talking now that I'm thinking about it, we talked about so much it was you know he just I mean he's, if, he's, Drew, he's, H- if Drew Hunter and Fisher happened to be yeah. in the same year then that yeah. might have been people I think are you know he didn't no, no. I think we did talk about. It. He was talking about the 2020 class and like people, a lot of high schoolers getting into his DMs and talking about Nico. And he's like, "Yeah, I actually had to like sit down and watch Nico's workout because like so many people were talking about it." And he's like, "This guy ran a 4:10 in practice. Like, what the hell is he doing, running 4:10?" <laughs> and he's like, "It's impressive, but it's like, wh- why is he running? Why is he running 4:10 when that's not his 3K pace? Like, that's yeah. crazy." And he, like, I made the point. I was like, "Man, he can't get to Mike Smith soon enough." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Just you know, talking about." Nothing against his high school coach specifically, but you know, when you have such a talent, yeah. you like get them to a professional coach. And obviously, you know, Mike Spence primarily a collegiate coach, but I think no one can deny he's one of the best coaches in the world. And it's just like so many high school coaches burn these athletes out. And you know, we kind of proof is in the pudding of talking about all these. You know, you look at just specifically the the high school sub four milers, like. Only two of the last five have pan, really panned out. Yeah, obviously. So you know, Fisher and Hunter. Fisher and Hunter. You can't. I mean, Maton's done. Yeah, the one kid that Slagowski. broke. Sladowski. Remember him? Yeah, I mean, he's done four. And then uh, who else am I? I mean, Reed, uh, Reed Brown. Reed Brown. It, it started out he's good at of, Oregon, but I mean, I don't just think anyone really thinks like a, a just a, a solid. He's a guy. I mean, yeah. he's just a guy. I mean, no, no offense to him, but he, he's a guy. So it, it doesn't. You know, he Central's point was like yeah, they got to prove it, but you know, he was like, no, Nico Young's. Probably a, a superstar for the time, you know, for the future. And then we were talking about Culpepper. Uh, that was before he ran four flat. But, you know, he's just like saying, yeah, there's a lot. Every year, you could argue, almost every year, you could argue, oh, wow, this is the best high you, school class. But, how
1: good do you think Nico will be immediately? Well, obviously. Like, what place do you think he'll get it across? Oh, um, for perspective, like, I would say he's Fisher a, was top 20. Yeah,
0: I, he's easily that. I, I think he's easily that. Um, you just. You know, it just depends on obviously if he stays healthy and if the training, you, you, you know, um, if the training builds off of what yeah. he's already done. Uh, I don't think at all he's like burnt out at Newberry Park. I think he runs a relatively low amount of mileage, but his intensity in workouts, excuse me, very very high. Yeah. So it, it, it'll just be interesting to yeah. obviously any, anything is interesting, but it'll be it'll be I'm curious to see. Because um, you know, we saw with uh Drew, what am I? Drew who's the who's the freshman this year on NAU? Bosley. Drew Bosley, sorry. You know, he was a superstar coming in, but like he had a couple couple tough races and was kind of forgotten about. You know, he got his butt handed to them handed to him at Arcadia last year by these yeah. by Cole Sprout and, and and Nico Young. And then he came in to NAU and all of a sudden was like Four levels higher than yeah. he came in. If that happens, I don't think it will, but if that happens to Nico Young, I mean, like, he's going to be a top-five guy. Yeah, sure. So, um, but if he just stays the same, I think he's a top-15 guy. He's kind of he's, – he's I mean, he's better than Grant Fisher was at, at this age. Um, but it's, it's almost like with high schoolers, when you get so good in high school that everyone's like, well, how can they possibly keep this up? Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think he transcends that, though.
1: One thing that uh, – speaking of cross-country um – so while you were at USA's, like, watching all the pro races, I was keeping track of the college scene going down and sure. watching stuff was happening at Husky and BU and all this stuff. Low-key, Arkansas is getting a lot of, like, good guys getting to go into cross-country. They just had a guy transfer from Louisville, run 1341 at I saw it, Husky. Chabosa, Chabosa. Yeah, yeah. Throwing Gilbert Boyd, who's a third, sub-1340 mm-hmm. guy. Obviously, Amoyne Kemboy, who's a 1330 guy, who's redshirting. That's three. And then the one that really surprises Matt Young ran sub-13.50. Mm. So that's four guys with three under 13 in the 13.40 sub, yeah. one 13.50. And then they have two transfers coming in, a Juco guy who was runner-up, who was fourth at Juco Cross. Which was Andrew Cabet. Okay, I
0: don't know.
1: He won the year before, and then they have a British guy coming in. Basically what I'm trying to say is they have all these guys forming – to really go hard. And, mm. you know, they're going to be a podium team. I don't know if they're going to be able to beat an NAU. But I thought it was kind of fascinating seeing these transfers, you know. Seeing this guy, Chesbos, how do you say that? Chabosin, I think. Chabosin, who's like a 14-10 guy, mm-hmm. comes in and he's running 30-second PR.
0: I mean, you had to figure they had a plan, obviously, to not stand pat for where they were. I mean, you went out there, what, in September or yeah. October? And it was like... once I realized like Boyd was redshirting it was like oh wow they're really bad like and 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 you know every team has has like a down year um but But that's gonna pay off but 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 yeah they're they're obviously gonna be massively improved it's never too early to to preview a little cross-country I'm just so intrigued next year because just so much of the kind of the status quo changes with the race being on such a unique course in Stillwater I uh I mean, I don't. Be, obviously, NAU will still be the best, yeah. probably. But, but it, it uh, uh, God, just thinking about that NAU team is just ridiculous right now. Um, but, um, but yeah, certainly Arkansas will be better than they were. I don't know where they finished at. at they, NCAAs. Were like they, top, they were like 25th they were yeah, like twenty fifth. Yeah, I mean, which wasn't bad for them because basically their level yeah. of talent was was pretty low. But. Uh, yeah, the good programs are always Chris Bucknam obviously had a plan. So this is good and the plan was let's get a lot of East African transfers. So, you know, believe the guy. Yeah, yeah. It worked, man. Um, did you guys talk about Coleman yesterday? Uh, a little
1: bit. I mean yeah. I don't I don't kind of I don't really get up much for 60 meter
0: dashes. Not not an event. They don't yeah. have a 60 in the there's, Olympics. There's no 60
1: meter uh, Olympics. Yeah. I mean I want to – I'll get more excited if he starts truly flirting with, like, extremely fast 100-meter times. Yeah. Uh, but he's basically running the same thing he did last year and the year before. That's true. In a the, in the low 640s, low sub 640. I think it's going to translate to being a consistent 9'8", 9, 9'7", 9, high guy. Sure. Question is, is he going to start flirting with being a, a consistent 9'7", low guy and flirt with 9'6", high?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like some of it maybe the lack of competition, as Usain Bolt said. Um,
1: yeah.
0: He's like, Coleman's already got it in the bag. I think at the 100, you kind of play to your competition. I know he ran a PR at Doha, but, you know, if Lyles kind of comes up on him, you know, because we forget last year they, they raced once in the 100, but... I don't think Lyles is going to do the 100.
1: I mean, he said he is. We'll I'm he, just saying, 100, percent or you say I'm thinking
0: it. I mean, everyone says 100 percent when it's like a year out, yeah. right? But we'll see. Um,
1: I feel like Lyles would be smarter just to be like, "What's better, winning the 200 and getting second in the 100, or just winning yeah. the 200?" And people being like, "I would have won the 100."
0: Yeah, that's a terrible way to think about it. But but I, I I still think getting getting another medal is good. Now I you can make the argument, you know. That he doesn't want to take any L's to Christian Coleman, but I, I, you know, but you have to also look at it as if is it worth the risk to say if I beat him though, and then and then I obviously win the hundred, then it's because I think he's in. I think I think Coleman gets a little bit. It's you know, I don't want to say scared, but he's gonna know when Noah Lyles is in the race and say last yeah. time we raced in the hundred, he beat me. Now that was in a May or April race. You know, we get down to August, and Coleman's a lot sharper. You know, they they ran nine eights for their opener last year. I don't. I'm not convinced that if if Coleman with his start, that that Lyles can can keep up and run in the nine sevens. Maybe he can. You know, he's ran nineteen five in the in the two hundred, but. Uh, I, basically, my long point is saying I think the pro, the the reason why we haven't seen Coleman run faster is because he has no peer and he's by himself. I think if he's pressed to the line, he's a nine six guy. Do you think either of these guys can
1: be within point oh five of
0: bolts' records? Uh, I think the two hundred is pretty. Close to untouchable, I really do. 1919 one nine is absurd. Nine five eight also absurd, but I think Coleman has the ability to get in the nine sixes, and then it's just a matter, you know. Okay, so can he get to nine sixty three? Yeah, I mean, I think so. He's the fastest sixty guy. I know Bull didn't run the sixty, but I mean, he's the fastest sixty guy. The top four times all time, and he's only twenty three. I know sprint, sprinting's a young game, but but he's so good at if his start is there, and his you know everything else takes care of itself with fitness. He's of course he's that good to get to sniff it, I think 958 is a much more attainable record for Christian Coleman than 1919 is for Lyles. Did
1: you see the uh, the uh, video of the, the Indian Bull Runner?
0: Oh, running 950, not what? running
1: nine. Dude, dude, this happens so much on the internet where it's just the same. It's the same routine. Non-track world talks about track world. Mm-hmm. Track world responds with, "We don't get no respect. You don't know our sport." And yeah, I don't get that take. But they, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when, uh, what's his name? Uh,
0: well, Logan Paul? No, no, no,
1: no. Yeah, sure. But no, uh, the, the Kansas City guy. Oh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. No, 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 no. It started with like Nick Chubb mm. runs like a fast 40 yard dash. Yeah. It's, it's coming up. In a week, we're going to see a bunch of the combine
0: stars, Combine yeah. stuff, and yeah. all the
1: track sprinters are going to be like, no respect, disrespect to the track world. Real running is yeah. here. And it's just like this circle back and forth of like, I think it's a shy for attention win,
0: right? It's a it's short man syndrome, right? Yeah. You're, you're like track athletes, very uh, sensitive about people coming in and thinking they can be fast. Of course, there's other people that are fast other than people who just wear spikes and, and go to track meets. Yeah. Like Tyreek Hill is fast. Now, is he as fast as Noah Lyles right now? No, he doesn't have the no. fitness. And, and is he as fast as Christian Coleman? No. Could he be a good sprinter? Probably, though. Look at his high school times. He's still fit. I mean, people talk about the fact that he's, like, out of shape. Okay, yes, there's a difference between playing in the NFL, <laughs> but I think the guy's pretty fit. He's a wide receiver yeah. who runs downfield every single time. Um, I just thought it was funny, this Indian guy who who's having a pull,
1: pull him. He's running barefoot that's in the mud. I mean,
0: hey, he, if he survived that without his freaking like hamstrings or quads just getting ripped out of his body, that's... But I looked into it. I think it's a hand time, and it's also the last
1: 100 meters of a like meter hundred. Oh, so we got a, so
0: a bull running start. Yeah, so
1: running start while being pulled by a bull. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think. Imagine if Bolt had a running start, getting pulled by a bull. Mm-hmm. Bolt's running like what, eight nine?
0: <laughs> <sighs> That's tough. I mean, you got to get the right bull. Do they have? Do they make bulls that fast? I
1: think now? they make. You can make anything these you days. You know, speaking though.
0: of animals running fast, uh, we were at the Albuquerque track. Uh, we They're the New Mexico track. <laughs> and... This have to do with animals. No, it does. Coming out. Hold on. And Drew Wendell was there. He's still trying to get healthy. But what he, is that animal? Still don't know the. He animals? brought. He had his dogs. He brought two oh, okay. dogs. And they tried to get him to run 100. They had two dogs similar to, I don't know what type of dogs they were. But, you know, you just see him and be like, there's two dogs. He's talking uh, about
1: illegal dog racing going Yeah, exactly.
0: And uh, the, when they got the, his two dogs together, they couldn't go down the track. They were distracted. They, like, ran in the infield. And, in fact, one of them only, almost ran into Centro, but uh, which is pretty funny. But uh, they got one of them. And hand-timed, the dog ran 10-2. Hundred, so I mean they do have four legs, obviously, but you know I thought it was interesting. I was like, ten two is pretty 10-2 good. Ten two is pretty good. Yeah, four legs, you know. Can't wait
1: to see Nick Simmons try to break in a viral YouTube video.
0: <sighs> Sign up, subscribe, dude. I,
1: dude, you gotta respect Nick Simmons' game. Dude, he's on,
0: he's hustling. I mean, he's got a good editor. I, you know, he's we met him when he did the, the forty on the forties. Uh, you know, he's 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 out there grinding though every day, man, making, making videos. I was bummed that we couldn't give him a viral. Clip with that, but he tends to do better when he does like shoe reviews or races yeah. like middle schoolers. Or uh, <laughs> hey, you, know, you do what you got to do, man.
1: Dude, during speaking of young kids,
0: uh
1: during the dunk contest, mm-hmm. do you, you watch it?
0: I, we were at dinner. We I watched. No, no, we I watched it on Twitter though. Well,
1: one man. of the, one of the dunks was having TikTok girls like uh dance on the. On the sounds about right? It was so bizarre. It had nothing to do to dunk. He's bought these TikTok. Who girls who wasn't? All these famous TikTok girls. No, no. Who was the dunker? Aaron Gordon. Oh, okay. The TikTok girls.
0: Damn. TikTok uh, girls. <laughs> I I'm just like surprised at that. Hey man, TikTok's for the young people. I mean, my wife's really into TikTok. Really? I just well, she likes to watch it. It's like the new Vine and everything. I I just
1: I see the, a lot of track kids doing it. It's like, cool.
0: Yeah, I just you know it started out as an app of like, people like lip singing, lip syncing, and then it's. I don't know. People are kind of t- tweet it like Snapchat or, or Vine now. So, Did you ever get into Vine? No. No. Yeah, yeah. Vine was... I mean, Vine got killed a couple years ago, but it's kind of like that. I mean, it's all... Most people are trying to do it for to be funny. Yeah. Or it's like girls lip-syncing. And, but it seems
1: like it's everyone trying to be... be on... Pretending they're doing Broadway musical clips.
0: Well, that's what... It, it did start out as like a... It's like a lip-syncing app. Yeah. That's what it. That's what it started out as. And then people have, gra- you know, gradually like converted it to humor and obviously cultural references. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's where a lot of musicians kind of get their start because they're like their songs will be included in a in a lip-syncing thing and like it'll become like more ubiquitous. But, it was a meme. Yeah. 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 Me- I, memes I'm, are art, man. Yeah. A lot of
1: track people are like doing like distant runner when this sprint yeah those
0: this. i mean i understand that to to the to the, to the people that are new this yeah people that are new to track and field and young people that want to relate to that and aren't going to relate to to craig engels necessarily they're going to relate to trying to break five minutes in the mile yeah. and and going to your track meet while bringing a ham sandwich but but so i get that but man those are every time i watch those i just want to like launch my phone into the wall i was just like so <laughs> So done. I mean, it's probably because I'm getting up towards 30, but you know, it's just you gotta, you make, gotta, you gotta allow people to be 15 years old sometimes. And I you guess You never made a TikTok.
1: We should make flow. Should, should we have a flow, uh, track flow, flow, t- TikTok flow TikTok channel?
0: Flow. I mean, we'd have. What to What would we do on it? <laughs> <laughs> you telling me, man? I have no idea. I mean, maybe this can be. We can get a partnership with TikTok. Yeah, we'll,
1: make do, the, we'll turn the podcast into a flow track. You can't. Mm-hmm. No,
0: it's like it's like a six-second clip type thing. It is
1: basically fine. It's fine. I mean, you, but be, you can, it can be
0: longer. I mean, Vine had that, like, hard and fast six-second rule. Yeah, This is not that. You can do that. And the editing, the, the port, the, it's very easy to edit videos. Obviously, uh, like, no. editing used to be a skill that, like, people had to learn. Like, now on your phone, you can just be like, like, incorporate graphics easily. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's going to put a lot of editors out of work. No, I'm just kidding. I uh, so th- I don't know. It's interesting.
1: So, this weekend, there's not much track going on, right? No, I think we're all looking forward D. Mars. D. Mars is happening. Oh, at right? uh, Alex Wilson Alex and the uh, Flat Track,
0: dude. That flat.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: oh, at oh, Camel City or whatever. Yeah. I mean, are, that is JDL. Bull. That is BS. You you don't subscribe to the the Flat Track.
1: Well, like it just doesn't make it. They they.
0: Listen, I just said let's put a flat track on top of Mount Everest, <laughs> and you can jog a nine-minute mile. if you can survive. You can jog a nine-minute mile, and you're ready to go to the. And then you're sub four. And then you got a sub four. No, I, it's, uh, it's, I I do tend to think that the flat track ones are a little ridiculous, but you know how did I, they come up with it? That's what I want to know. I mean, like, there's clearly basically what happened is the some somebody probably proposed an idea to NCAA, you know, a coach, or a. I don't know if it's a sports scientist or somebody, you know, proposed the idea to to uh, the NCAA and the coaches wanted it probably when maybe uh bank tracks weren't as common and said, we need to cut off time if you're gonna be converted into a bank track. Uh, because they're they're not they're certainly it not as fast. But I mean somebody, you know, you just do simple you just do some measurements and talk about the I don't know, what's the momentum or the But it's like weird. It's
1: like a point nine or a point eight four, like it's a weird percentage that they just like Say this is what it is. Yeah,
0: and I mean it is hard to run on a two meter, two hundred meter flat track, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess you have to have it. So I get it. It's just, it's just, it's, it's kind of annoying, basically. I mean, like, what if there were d- different dimensions Dude, of outdoor track?
1: I just thought about this. In order, so in order to equal the playing field for uh, flat track, yeah, and bank track, we. So, it's kind of similar to the the Vaporfly thing, right? So, you had like the 4% Vaporfly, right? Yeah. So, what we need to do is, instead of... We just add a conversion factor to everyone that runs in Vaporflies.
0: You think? Could we do that?
1: So, they add a conversion if you want on a flat track to make it like a banked. We'll have a... We'll
0: add conversion times to your shoes. That could be tough. I mean, I think we're forgetting that some other shoes also have technology in them. They also compare carbon... Comp- Contain carbon fiber plates, but man, you so so. But but it would everybody that's not in those get the advantage? So you can wear on a, you can run on a flat track at seven thousand feet in in non vaporflies. So you would get the everything would be regulated to a bank track at sea level on vaporflies. Yes. So so okay. So, so it's like gonna a, be
1: a, there'll be a hashtag, an at sign, a question mark, an exclamation point next yeah, to every time. Only, t-first. only
0: nerds know know what you're referring to there. Um, but yes. I would be, I would be, I mean, I feel like, and maybe not just Vaporflies, but I feel like we're not that far away from it, right? With everyone thinking Nike's suspect. And so everyone's going to, it hasn't really fully infiltrated the NCAA. It tried a little bit when the cross country meet in the Northeast this past fall uh, was on the roads and people ran in Vaporflies. People thought that altered around the results. But I feel like it's fully uh, ingrained itself in professional track, but. Uh, it hasn't done that yet, but we, we, we're not far off from that world yet, where people are going to talk about he ran that on a flat track and 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 cheater spikes and then and then <laughs> so hey, it's not as crazy as you think, man. I don't know, but I, I do think other brands are going to have shoes eventually, hopefully, so we can stop talking about this that are at least comparable, so we don't have to have shoe conversions. I mean, I know I've heard some people talking about this. You know, people are like, well, what would Kipchoge, Kipchoge be without the without the shoe technology? And so, uh, hopefully, do you think there's like a an 80-year-old or 90-year-old out there being like, these kids
1: complaining about vapor flies. Meanwhile, they got Mondo tra- surface tracks and I do it on
0: cinders. Like, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's right. Everyone brings that up. I think even Centrowitz brought that up as like, you know, the track the track is always changing. It's not like they're just going to remain pat. You know, they didn't yeah. do that back to Sender, and we changed it. It's always going to change. We had banks so on Indoor. So times are, it's not just like the spikes. It's not just the fact that, the, you know, there's carbon fiber plates and new, new designs and whatnot. It's also, it also has to do with the, the, uh, the surface underfoot. There's so many other factors. Obviously, the road records I can understand people are frustrated with, but there should there's be a, more to, to that than uh, uh, people are. They just want to say it's all the shoes.
1: They should do, like, you know, Which like, the sipping, uh, Kermit Frog sipping tea meme? Oh, they yeah. They should do that with, like, Jesse Owens, like, oh, you're, you're upset about, you know, car- carbon fiber plates, and it's like, I had to do it in, like, these weird-ass <laughs> spikes. Have you seen, the, like, I, there was, like, a video that Andre de Grasse, like, ran in, like, Jesse Owens-type spikes. Yes, I remember that. that was what did he
0: run? Like, ten? 10- I don't know. It was just like
1: leather wrapped around his foot. Yeah,
0: yeah. It looked painful. It looked like a tap dancing shoe. (laughs) Yeah. It could not have been ideal.
1: But, uh, yeah, so we were talking. I got distracted with the uh, flat track version. Because that's, everyone's Everyone wakes up every day, sips their coffee, thinks about, calculates their flat track conversion yeah that's what we all do yeah uh, well all my
0: all my uh, in college track i ran all on flat track so i gotta do. go back and you gotta figure roll got pbs yeah exactly all so right you, you, well you so you're now a sub five miler <laughs> <Are> you're <a, laughs> always been a i've always been a sub five miler but yeah yeah, you gotta, gotta, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but
1: um mm-hmm. the dmr right so everyone's qualifying uh who do you think is
0: the favorite yeah we talked about this in new mexico on the men's side you know uh, for, I'll just say the women right off the bat. I think it's BYU, uh, as long as Orton mm-hmm. runs the DMR. Yeah. Obviously, that's dependent on that with Arkansas not, not being as strong. Obviously, Oregon is And I think GM Washington Pan. might be pretty good. They they were a few seconds behind, obviously, BYU. Men's side, it's the classic. Do you go with the team who won it last year, who has the, the best, probably the best one of the best kickers in the country yes. and the 1,500 champion in Yard and Goose? What's or do day? you go with the collegiate record holders? Yeah. Um, and as Kevin pointed out, you know, it's like we were talking like, how does it working gotten so good? And the part of it is Cooper Tier being a lot better, but some of it's too is like, well, they got Ben Thomas. He was good at coaching yeah. DMRs <laughs> at, at Virginia, True. Tech. Virginia Tech. That's Virginia Tech. Uh, so it's a good point. I mean, I think it's clear you go with Notre Dame still. I mean, but the thing is
1: Notre Dame doesn't have as good of a they're like. they are 800 meter guys, like a 149 guy, which they don't is have a, a 400 guys not be, and then they don't really have a good 1200 meter guy. Like, they... Well, who were their guys last? They didn't they they have they did have all upperclassmen last I year. I think one they? of them was... I could be wrong, But I think their next best miler is, like, a 405 guy.
0: Okay. I mean, as long as you can run, what, like, 253? I mean... Maybe not a again. A 405 guy running 253? Okay.
1: I think there's a good chance that Notre Dame might be not... Like, I think the goose... There's a chance the goose gets it, like... Well behind. Four I mean, seconds that's... back, and he's going to have to hope... Who's going to go after it, it,
0: though, at altitude, is what I would... That's I mean, true. no one wants to... I mean... I just think Tier is good enough where in a really good day, you know, he split 355. Yeah. Will Tier even do it? Will Tier run the 5K instead? Uh, has he run a 5 yet this year? No, he'll probably do it at MPSF. okay. I assume he'll do so, the, okay. he'll do it. the DMR. So you're saying it's just a Notre Dame-Oregon show? I'm trying to think who else could possibly. I mean, obviously Stanford was there last year, but they don't have Fisher. They're out. Um, they do have Radcliffe if you can get healthy. I mean, he's just not as good. I mean, he's not a, a goose. Wisconsin, not probably going to no. do it. Um, and, 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 and NAU's not going to do it. Um, they might. Really? But I don't think they'll do that it That wouldn't with be their best point, yeah.
1: They'll do it with, like, a B team,
0: if they can get a team in. I mean,
1: because they're going to want to keep Grijalva, Day, I mean, they're trying to win five. the meet.
0: It's smart to try to get, yeah. what, you would do, try to get, like, quacks, quacks so, involved. in. So they
1: had a guy just run four flat, Kate
0: Burks, ran Which four was... Flat. Super ran- yeah. Right. Mean, so, you have random, yeah. right. not random. I don't mean to insult you, him, but him
1: and Quax, and then you know, you know, just they have a guy from a forty-seven in the four. So you never know. And who would they put in the eight? Another miler. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, I think they're like there's going to be like you know a team like Villanova or like you know Georgetown. They always kind of show up and
0: yeah. But I mean they'll be there. I mean I guess Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. 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 Um, Iowa
1: State. They actually, I mean, Thestus Legat, he can kick. Rooms. They got and they got rooms. They got Daniel Nixon. They got a lot of good 800 meter guys.
0: And they're not gonna anchor Kerr, are they? No, because Kerr would get five, the top, but yeah. they, they're gonna the anchor Legat, Festus Legat, who's okay. legit. Yeah. So I think I I could Iowa easily State see it in like be. Notre Dame dominates and even an Oregon slips back. No, I'm not just trying to hate on Oregon. I know people think like, oh, people just hate on Oregon, but I, I yes, I know they broke the record, but but it was um, a weak record in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think.
1: Ten years from now, that Oregon's time will be the tenth
0: best time. All yeah, time. I, it it was weird that it stood for twelve years. I yeah. mean, people had scared it, and there have been a lot of. It's obviously tough to string four guys together, but part of it is like the event gets tactical. Yeah. I mean, we know a lot of records get broken at NCAAs. Maybe not distance records, but relay records seem like that. It would be ripe for like breaking collegiate records at NCAA's, but everything gets tactical, yeah. and that's the that's the, thing. It's the same reason why 16 minutes hasn't been broken in the four by mile at, at Penn Relays. I mean, it's just that it's records that are that are uh, soft because not pe- many people are able to chase them at NCAA's. So. We'll see. I, I would put my money on on the goose and and what they can come up with. I mean, it's just a typical thing. Who has the best anchor is going to win. And it's it's. I think we go back to twenty fourteen maybe with uh, Stanford and yeah. Michael. Michael Atchou. Like that feels like the last time somebody like they did the strategy of just running away yeah. from everyone. Uh, it's just super hard to do. And, and they did it at altitude. Maybe yeah right. They did it at Albuquerque. Um, maybe uh, Oregon tries that. I mean, they did do that nine twenty-four all by themselves, but tough to do it in St.
1: Texas, maybe.
0: Texas is. I mean, they got they, they got, got Worley. They got somebody. Coro- I didn't watch Coroz- it, but somebody said he fell. Yeah,
1: he um, fell with like two hundred fifty meters to go in a mile, yeah. which is a big deal because this is that Husky Worley doesn't have a time yet. Oh shoot! So he's gonna have to try to do it at Big Twelve time trial. Big Twelve. Yeah. yeah.
0: After a prelim, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> and Worley's like you know he's like a. Texas is in the running to win the meet, so yeah. they need him to be in the mile to score, you know, anywhere between five and three points. So. Yeah,
0: but but Texas, obviously, 400 strength. I'm sure they could find an 800 guy. They have that freshman, Creighton Carew. Yeah. 359 guy, yeah. and
1: then you put Worley and anchor.
0: So, yeah, they certainly could do it. I mean, I don't—Worley's kick is nowhere near Nagoose or even, I don't think, Tears, but— I mean, certainly, yeah, but they could put
1: a forty-five-second guy on the four hundred, Yes. and yes. Notre Dame's can put a forty-nine. That's four yeah. seconds. Yes,
0: yes. You put Jonathan Jones. Obviously, that 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 makes a yeah. that makes a huge difference. It'd be awesome if the DMR was you could distribute it any way you want. You could have any number of bodies that you wanted. You know, because obviously the, the any hand, number, like you could do like twelve guys. Yeah, and the, well, the handoffs would slow things down. But you know, like uh, Texas could put Makai Harris on there. You know, maybe they could run a couple four hundreds for the for the eight hundred. That's that's what I'd be in support of. But, like, unlimited people? Yeah, yeah, it's just, I mean, on your roster, of course. But if you just... You could tap it out, like, I couldn't, like, I'm going to run 50 people. Well, yeah, but the handoffs would slow you down. Was I mean, suppose you're trying to run, like, say everyone has to run a lap. The handoffs would... The best solution would be, like, having everyone run at 200. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying the handoffs... Yeah, you're right, okay. No, they'd beat Milers, never mind. Okay. <laughs> well, something. good, I got my dumb take out of the way at the end. I do
1: always think of, I always think about, Unique, what would win a what is it, a 4x100 or 2x200?
0: I think a 2x200, two right? If you could get two guys, I mean, so, well, well, eh. mm. So the best you could hope for on the college level would be, like... And assuming you
1: have to you have to follow exchange zone rules, right? So
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if you feel like the best you could hope for in a, in a, in a college setting for a 2x200 two would be, like, 40 seconds, right? I mean, maybe a little faster, but you have to think about the second guy's not coming out of blocks, so it feels like that would be the best, like 40 seconds. And obviously, they run faster than the 4x1, so maybe a 4x1 would true. win.
1: Because they'll run 200, yeah. Yeah. But you assume running start, yeah, four, 39 seconds, yeah, whereas yeah. a 4x1 would run like 37. 30,
0: yeah, I guess 30, yeah, because that's the new... Yeah. So
1: maybe 200, so then what about... All right, how about 150, 150, and
0: 100? The old 3x... 2x150 by, two by, two by 150 1? One one one, yeah, 1x100. One versus 4x1.
1: Just the idea that, like, is there, like, an extra length at 100 meters? I'm going all over the place. How long have we been
0: talking? 58 minutes. Are we trying to go for an hour here? Dude, we can, we
1: can, we can call we, it.
0: We can call it? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll get back to you tomorrow on the 2x150, 1x100 one relay. Always popular with the fans, i got to believe. Um, do the, do punch some numbers and figure out what it is. But, yeah, I think we can call it. Yeah.
1: But thanks for listening. This is uh Flow Track Podcast. Trying to do this every day, weekday. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, you're a fan. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya.